Welcome back to What She Watching Podcast. I'm Shelly. Hello. Sorry. Don't be sorry. <laughs> Don't be sorry. There's nothing to be sorry about. Mid-talking. Anyway, something was slithering on my leg, but fear not. Oh. It was just my string on my shorts. I mean, I'm pretty glad you didn't scream because that's usually grounds for me yes. to just jump in. Um. Yes. How's your week going, Andra? Um, it's going fairly well. Um, pretty good actually. It's been a good week. It's been a good week. Had a rough couple of weeks before, but this week is better, and it's so it's good. We painted Shelly like we painted last weekend. Got that the pictures you out. sent me. It just looks like a new place. It just looks like a totally new space. Yeah, I don't think anybody understands. Like this was, this wasn't. This is a really cool old house, but it's like never been updated ever, ever, ever. Yeah, yeah. and y'all are y'all are killing it with the updates. I mean, it's pretty amazing what flooring and paint a coat will do to a room. Like it just, just... brightens it up and makes mm-hmm. it look like. Not a 1970s casino. Yes. <laughs> yes. With orange carpet. Yes. Orangey pink carpet. Yep. So, so we did I that. If that was like the original color. I wonder. Or if it turned that color over time. <laughs> it's very possible. I don't know. I don't but know. Man. I never want to rip carpet up again. Ever. Never. No. Again. No. That was... It, I'm still, I'm still impressed that you ripped all that up by yourself. Um, ah, me I'm too. Just, I'm still impressed. Uh, it's amazing. Me too. Good job. I, thank you. Thank you. I won't lie. I'm impressed too. And I look at our paint job and I'm like, man, we killed it. It's good. No, I'm proud of us. It, it's. I'm just impressed with all y'all have done so far. Like it looks amazing. Thank you. Thank amazing. You, Shelley. How about your week? My week's been insane. Insane, yes. I work, had... I work in finance, and we had a big. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it sounds like a bunch of like corporate jargon. Whenever I listen, mm-hmm. you know, because I came from education, and now I'm in, mm-hmm. in finance, and it's like they people actually say these phrases. But it's like we had this, we've had a big merger, and mm-hmm. it's kind of like all hands on deck. It's very crazy, and every day I just come home and. Sit for a while and uh, just like recuperate. Uh-huh. Yes, <laughs> I feel like I got beat up every day. Yes. That's oh, fine. that's not fun. That's not fun. It's fine. It'll be fine. It, you know, a couple of weeks. It'll it'll even out. You know. Yes. It's temporary. It's temporary. It is temporary. It is temporary. Yes. So. Yeah. Bad. Just just kind that's of uh, busy busy week yes and next week we are coming to see you because we're coming coming, here coming to stay with you for a couple days we're going to a concert in dallas which concert Um, it is a band called first aid kit they are one of i like first aid kit do you like them yes they are Mm -hmm. they're two sisters from sweden i believe um been around a while have a few albums always wanted to see them they hardly come to the states and so we had to we bought these tickets oh, no, a long time ago long 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 I'm time sure. ago 
Like anybody that's going yeah. to a concert and they're like, oh yeah, I bought a ticket a year ago. Yes, it was. I, mean, I think to. it was. Yes, <clears throat> it was like a year ago. Really. Um, I'm just happy we can come and come see you and go to the show and hang it's out. It's going to be fun. I'm be. just really, I mean, I am so excited to see you and Dana, obviously. Yes. Uh-huh. But I'm really excited about the puppies. You're going to pup sit while we go to the concert. I'm going to pup sit and get all the puppy cuddles, and I'm really, really excited about it. Yes. So. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I Absolutely. hope they behave. I hope they They'll behave. They'll be just perfect. They'll be perfect yeah. little babies. Yes. We're going to go with that. We're going to yeah. we're gonna go with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of them will yeah. be really perfect. <laughs> <laughs> One of them will be. Yes. No, they'll be perfect. Yes. So, Andrew, what have you been <clears throat> watching this week so far? Let's see. Really? Let's see. Okay, so we finished the just, I think I said that. The justified season finale happened. We finished that. Um, we are still rewatching Shit's Creek. We are now mm-hmm. in the, the season. Um, And then we watched, and I'm not ashamed to say this, but we watched. A movie called Cocaine Bear. It is now on Prime, directed by Elizabeth Banks. Um, love Elizabeth had, Banks. Love Elizabeth Banks. I think she is a talented director. Um, I think she's just talented in general. That maybe she's a extremely underrated, talented, mm-hmm, underappreciated. Very mm-hmm. uh, and if, if Cocaine, you don't know who Elizabeth Banks is, I mean. Look her up. You'll be like, oh yeah, she's oh, yeah. she's blonde. She's beautiful. She was on yes. Thirty Rock for a long time. She's been in <laughs> so many movies. She I has loved been. her on Thirty Rock. I um, loved her on Thirty Rock. Yes, it was perfect. Yes, perfect. Um, so, Cocaine Bear is a fun time. Like, really, it's based on a true story back in the eighties about that was my freaking mind a drug lord that. Um, dumped all his he was high in a plane and dumped all his cocaine and it ended up <laughs> in the middle of like a georgia forest and so a bear gets a hold of it and <laughs> it's like you know i can't believe this is real like i know it's one of those things that people are like hey, draw out of a hat it's like okay i'm gonna uh, be impersonating cocaine and, and bear a bear Yes, let's have this combo happen. Um, But it's a really great time. I was a little concerned that maybe like animal cruelty would be involved Mm -hmm. in this movie, but really there's not. Um, And if you just like, again, don't take it seriously. Have a good time with it. I laughed out loud a lot. There's really good cast in it. Um, It's violent. It's very violent. I will say that. But it's kind of like, I don't know, like, Maybe a little like Quentin Tarantino violent, mm-hmm. where it's kind of funny. If, well, yeah, just you know, kind of excessive random and all over the place. Excessive, excessively on purpose. Excessive violence, uh huh. Kind of like the hot fuzz. Yes, like, that type of violence. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's on Prime for free. You, I mean, if you just again want to watch it, a fun time watch it I've watched two movies recently like within the past couple months that have had like bear attacks really <laughs> like is this like <laughs> is this a new theme like everybody's like you know how zombies were really big for a while and then clowns yes. and now it's like hey we're having bears 
Bears are the hot thing. Bears are adorable, but they are deadly. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, they can be deadly, but they are very cute. Um, Anyway, that's what we've been watching. Nothing, like, I'm really itching to get into a new TV show, and I've made notes Mm -hmm. on the ones you've recommended, and Mm -hmm. we just need to start one. I get it. I need to start a good series, too. Um, I've been rewatching The Bear. <laughs> Speaking of The Bear. Love that show. Uh, I've been rewatching <laughs> The Bear <clears throat> with my friend. And we mm-hmm. finished Ted Lasso. So we rewatched all that. Rewatched The Bear. And uh-huh. we're, we're rewatching The Bear. And then we started watching. Um, it's left my brain. <laughs> was it a movie? I can't that, remember. Um, was it, was show? it that movie? No, sure. Which movie? No, it was a movie. It's called, so we watched um, this movie called A Perfect Host, which came out, I want to say, oh, seven, like that. It was early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And it it was starring like David Hyde Pierce. Mm-hmm. And so it's an older movie. Um, I think you can find it on Prime. I think that's where we watched it. Mm-hmm. And it's about this, it's also kind of a dark comedy. Um, and it's about this guy that is on the lamb. He's stolen a bunch of money and he basically goes up to this house and cons his way into this guy's house and thinks he can, you know, hide out there from the law. He, you know, worms his way in. The guy thinks he's a friend of a friend, you know, mm-hmm. David Hyde Pierce. And he's like, well, I'm expecting friends for dinner. And it turns out that he's, He's crazier than the the crazy guy. He's <laughs> like David Hyde Pierce's character. He this guy picked the wrong house to, yes. to come in and it's just nuts. Um but it's a great one. And then that that one kind of was on this along the same vein of um fresh with Sebastian mm. Stan. So yeah. <clears throat> we'll watch that one again. Mm-hmm. And um just been watching movies. You know, yeah. TV shows. I have been watching Shit's Creek in the background, uh-huh. but you know, if I get to season five, I'm going to have to start it over because I just can't handle it. Oh, Every I time. I'm not mentally prepared for it. I know. So I know. I, just started it yeah, I hate I hate it. That and like, like Gilmore Girls, I can't watch the ending mm-hmm. of Gilmore Girls because mm-hmm. I don't Gilmore know. Gilmore Girls is Claire's, like, Claire's absolute favorite. I love Gilmore Girls. We might do a rewatch, like, for the 10th time of Gilmore Girls mm-hmm. soon. It's another comfort show. It just it's, a, it's a good comfort show. And it I really love that is. it's made such a big resurgence with, like, the girls of today. It's a yes. great show. It really is. So good. All right. That's great. Very well, good. Andrea, you're going first this week. This, this month we're kicking off our... Uh, Teen movie month. We did have some technical difficulties, so this episode's going to be coming out a little later than normal, and I am yes. very sorry for that. It's okay. But we're gonna make it worth your while. Um, Andrew, what are you discussing? So I am discussing the classic 2004 film Mean Girls. Shelley, so which one will you be discussing? Well, I'm discussing the 1999 classic, 10 Things I Hate About You. Classic. I think this is our cl- most classic episode of two this one, movies. These movies are so freaking amazing. 
just they're just so freaking amazing. I think they both have stood the test of time in mm-hmm. in ways. Um, mm-hmm. And we'll discuss how they have aged. Um, yeah. How well. Just some of the stuff that maybe we've picked up on. Um, mm-hmm. But as far as just your your cousin Claire said that her peer mm-hmm. group likes these movies and she's 15. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She so loves these movies. They've lasted. I mean, she loves Mean Girls. She loves 10 Things. Um, one of my coworkers, his daughter... Um, his and his, he and his wife's daughter just turned 16. They had mm-hmm. a big party at their house where they watched Mean Girls. Like it's very <laughs> much still relevant. You know, the girls will tell you on Wednesdays we wear pink. Mm-hmm. Still very much in, in, so in same with 10 things. Quotable. So quotable. So Both quotable. Mm-hmm. So much. And so. 10 things. And 10 things. Mm-hmm. Um, mean Girls has spawned a musical, like a Broadway musical. Um, I think it's coming back to. Sh- like the musical is going to stream sometime in the near future. Like they're going to put it on Paramount Plus um, as the musical. So I think Tina's going to be back for it. And so is Tim Meadows. And mm. they're getting John Hamm to play Coach Carr, which is perfect. Another John Hamm. John Hamm is Tina like Fey collab. In that, in that realm of. <laughs> these comedians because he's such a dramatic actor I and know. you know doing these big roles and he's so handsome kind of like mm-hmm. jamie dornan you know yeah he just and he doesn't take himself too seriously yeah i love that he's like yeah i'll look stupid for you mm-hmm. no problem no, no problem. problem yeah he was so funny on unbreakable kimmy schmidt uh, oh which God. is a tina fey show too another tina um, show yeah tina fey shows well they they have a vibe you know, you, you oh, know yes, it's going to be a Tina definitely. show. Yep. And it just is always so, so good. Um, and just yeah. really quick. Really quick. So bit. quick. Yes, so quick. Um, did you finish? Uh, I haven't finished. Gosh. I need Girls to finish. Five What's Eva? it called? Girls, Girls Five, five Eva. Eva. God, that's another <laughs> Tina masterpiece. I know. With friggin', friggin' um, Sarah... Barialis and Lizzie Phillips and just so many good people. Yes, I know one. Yep, and it's got the Tina vibe, like you. It's definitely the Thirty Rock Tina Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Mm -hmm. Um, kind of the same vibe. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Oh, Tina. Anyway, so shall I get started on Mean Girls? Let's get started on Mean Girls. Speaking of Tina, get started. Yes. So, Mean Girls, like I said, 2004, that means we're coming up on a 20-year, like, 20-year anniversary for Mean Girls, which is just crazy. Yeah, we are. Um, Makes me feel extremely old when these things happen. Mm -hmm. Like, really. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Tina wrote the screenplay. She wrote the screenplay solo by herself and if y'all did not know this she adapted this story from a book it was not a it's not like a narrative book it was not like a, a book that like had, a novel it wasn't a novel it was called, it was a self-help book called queen bees and wannabes here's the long title shelly queen bees and wannabes helping your daughter survive clicks gossips boyfriends and other realities of adolescence 
That's oh my god! The full so, title. Really want to read the book now. <laughs> yes, I love. It. I think it's freaking genius that she took this book and was like, mm-hmm. "Okay, <laughs> let's put this into reality." Yes, let's make <laughs> and this then into add a something bit of over the top. Yes. Let me create these characters. Let me create this world. Let me create this story. And she has said, like Tina Fey said, that she took a lot of what happened in the movie, um, like from her own experiences in high school, which I think, Mm -hmm. again, is why it's so relatable to a lot of people. Because it's, you know, real situations. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was directed by Mark Waters. He's done... um, a few other comedies. He's done some some stuff like like Five Hundred Days of Summer. Mm, um, I don't know. Ghost Ghost of Girlfriends Past. Um, he did a lot of. He's done a lot of TV like Witches of East End, Vampire Academy. I mean, he's had some mm-hmm. an interesting career. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, so he directed the movie. Um, so I will get into the plot of Mean Girls here. It's a luckily not. I mean, it is kind of twisty and turny, but not too bad. Mm-hmm. Not too bad. So I'm gonna not too bad. So Lindsay Lohan stars as Katie, not Caddy, even though she spells it Caddy, C A D Y. Um, And do you know who Tina Fey um, named her after? Elizabeth Cady Stanton, a suffragette. That makes sense. Yes. There we go. Yes. Very Tina. Very Tina. Um, So we follow her, Lindsay Lohan's character. Um, She has been homeschooled. And also, not only homeschooled, but they lived in Africa for most of her life. I think her parents were, like, scientists. Research scientists or something. Research scientists, like, you know, wildlife. Some job that pays you money and you get to live in really cool places. Yes. How do we Very smart. Like, you can tell they're just very smart. Very smart. Very intelligent. Very intelligent. Very, like, in the humanity realm. Like, humanities. Yes, and so they moved back to the States because I think one, I can't remember, her mom maybe got a professorship, like, position Uh at uh, college. And so they moved back to the States, um, so they decided to put her into public school from being homeschooled and living in Africa her whole life. They throw her under public school. Um, So we meet her going in. She has an awful first day at school. She doesn't figure anything out she eats alone in the cafeteria like in the bathroom mm-hmm. um just everything is so strange and odd and just unfamiliar I mean, never having her. been in a school like, the scene yes. where she just gets up and starts walking to the bathroom like <laughs> yes mm-hmm. i know teachers <laughs> yeah, like that and the narrator she narrates the movie and she's like i never had adults treat me like they didn't trust me you know uh-huh. So that's yeah, you odd. can tell she's been talked to as an adult her whole life. Mm-hmm. You yes. can tell she's comfortable around adults, but not so much mm-hmm. her peers. That scene where she walks into the classroom the first day and there's this very tall student. Um and she thinks that she's the teacher. 
introduces like, herself. Hi, I'm she's like, <laughs> she's like, talk Katie's. to me again and I'll kick your ass. Like that student said that. <laughs> she sits down and makes out with that nerdy, nerdy bad guy. Yes. <laughs> and then. You don't want to sit there. That's her boyfriend. <laughs> yes. And then Tina Fey walks in because she's the math teacher. And then she turns around and hits Tina Fey with a tray of coffee. And then Tina. Donuts. Donuts. I mean, just a mess. Just a mess. So first day did not go good. Second day goes a little bit better. Because she meets these two people in class. Um, who told her, I can't remember if they told her on the first day, don't sit behind that guy because he farts a lot. Yeah. Like, was that, that was the that first day. day? Yeah. And he just turns and looks, like, kind of sad and pathetic. And we were like, yes. okay, well, he might fart a lot. I don't want to sit here. Yeah. So she meets Janice and, um, Janice and Damien. And Janice is played by Lizzie Kaplan, who I absolutely love. She's gorgeous. Gorgeous. And... Daniel so Francis is Damien, and they are quite the duo. I love them. I love them so much. Mm-hmm. So the they take her. Yes, they're the friends you want. They take her under under the wing, and then we have the, like, I feel like this is almost in every high school movie, but the whole walk around the cafeteria mm-hmm. or walk around the school and point out all the different groups. Like, that happens. Yeah. The different clubs. The different cliques, and they do that in the cafeteria. Then they go out to the field, um, and then that's where we see the plastics. This is who they call the plastics. These are the the top of the top tier queens, girls, the queen bees. Queens of the school. Yes. And so the plastics are played, if y'all did not know this, Regina George is played by Rachel McAdams. Um, Gretchen Wieners is played by Lacey Chabert, and then hilarious Karen Smith is played by Amanda Seyfried. We've got like two future like Oscar nominees, mm-hmm. just two of the best, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. With Rachel and Amanda, mm-hmm. I think, um, and I love when they they first show Rachel and she's like <laughs> being like carried in by all these guys slow mo. Yes, like Slow Queen of Sheba, like yes. seriously. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's just very natural to her. It is. Um, so they talk about them. Then like that afternoon, um, Katie at lunchtime mm-hmm. is going to go sit with them at lunchtime. She finally has people to sit with. Um, but the plastics stop her because a guy is bugging, being a stupid mm-hmm. high school kid saying something inappropriate to her Mm -hmm. um and so regina actually like steps in and is like like katie or what's your leave her alone do you want to sleep with him no you don't like leave her alone get out of here and so they invite her to sit with her sit with the plastics and so she gets the 411 on all the plastics and so she goes and reports back to um, Janice and Damien, and then they come up with this plan to be like, oh my gosh, you can infiltrate the plastics because come to find out Janice and um, and Regina have like this old, old beef between the mm-hmm. two, and so they hate each other. Um, so she really wants revenge. And so Katie's like the perfect end to 
just go pretty much undercover, go inside, mm-hmm. start being one of them, get the 411, the scoop, and then they devise a plan to just ruin the plastics, mm-hmm. ruin Regina George. And so the mission becomes like, I can't remember the three things it's that like they wrote on the board. Take down the, what did, what did they call the other girls? Oh, gosh. But the it skank, was like. The skank army? The skanks. Skank <laughs> army. Army skank of skanks. Army. Yeah. And then ruin Regina George's hot body. Um, mm-hmm. And then break up. her protein bars. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, And then break up her Aaron Samuels. And so Aaron Samuels is a guy in Katie's math class that she starts developing a crush on. Uh And Katie's really good at math. And, um, and this is Tina Fey. She's the teacher, Miss Norberry. Um, I mean, like she's so good at math, but she dumps herself down for this guy Uh so she can talk to him. Um, Really, he's wrong and everything, and she's like, "Yeah, you're mm-hmm. wrong. You're wrong." Mm-hmm. Um, but she keeps doing it. She uh, has some Yes, so, yeah. uh, and they, you know, word gets back to Regina that Katie likes likes Aaron Samuels, her ex boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So Regina, being the mean girl that she is, gets back together with Aaron um, during this time, and so that's part of the. We get, we need to break them up. Mm-hmm. We need to break mm-hmm. up those two. Yeah. So all that happens that progresses and progresses, and it's just hilarious. Just what they do to um, meet these goals that they have. It's the uh, best. Yes. That I mean, they try to sabotage <clears throat> so many things just by just. I don't know, doing peppermint cream, like foot cream for yeah, moisturizer. Foot cream in her moisturizer. Moisturizer. Giving her These, the, the bars that make her gain weight. Bars. Yes. She keeps talking about I want to gain I want to lose two pounds. Three pounds. Yes. Just three pounds. Yeah, I just want to lose three pounds. And then that's so funny. In scenes she'll pause and wait for the girls. And if the girls don't immediately say something like, Oh, you don't need to lose those three mm-hmm. pounds, you know, then she'll Mm-hmm. You know how that goes. Everybody mm-hmm. knows how that goes. Like everyone. Um, anybody that has been a teenage girl knows that whole thing. You know the whole process. Yes. You know what to say. It's like innate. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so... <sighs> So they, I mean, they plot all these things, things happen, but really Lindsay Lohan's Katie's character starts really kind of becoming and believing and just being an awful mean girl along with the others. Mm-hmm. And Janice and Damien start noticing that. They kind of have a fallout after a party that Katie has at her house because her parents were gone. Uh, they have a fallout. And then, I mean, these little things happen. They get in a fight. The plastics. Um, Katie finds the burn book in Regina's house. This burn book is a book that they all just write awful things about girls in the high school. Not even girls. Like everybody. They were. Like everybody. They just mm-hmm. write really mean shit. Yes. Put <laughs> pictures. Pictures. <laughs> yes. And pictures so and just, diagrams. Yes. Awful things in this book. And so. Uh, 
so Regina gets like finds out the plot to destroy her. So for revenge, Ravina, Regina, Ravina, Regina gets Ravina. the burn book. Write something about herself, so it makes it look like well she couldn't have done this because she's in the book. Makes mm-hmm. copies of it, throws it through the whole school, and just mayhem happens. Um, and so you know the the case to to solve who did the burn book they have to do the hilarious like confessional in the gym with the teachers uh, that i just love the whole sequence of love it (laughs) doesn't even go here you don't even go here (laughs) but um and we'll we can get into more specifics about that Mm -hmm. scene um so lesson learned maybe lesson learned they go to the prom uh katie joins the mathletes like she should have the whole time she wins they Mm -hmm. win state um they end up going to prom she ends up being the prom queen does this really nice speech at the end Mm -hmm. um and the great speech and you just wish more people were like that like it's yes it's what it should be yes and so that's i mean it ends happily uh regina had in the fight between regina and katie they're out in the street she gets hit by a bus (laughs) so you know she maybe learned a lesson from a near-death experience i would think she was she was humbled (laughs) just a little bit when she was yes her back and neck <laughs> yes. to prom. Yes. Oh my god, that part is just the best. I know. So it just it ends happily. All the girls kind of separate. Um, they do their own thing. I love that scene they, at the they end. They all find their own niche. They do like their niche. You know, it's like their they niche, they all yes. find where they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and that scene at the end where they show the younger generation plastics probably you know like uh-huh. it's gonna continue it's, yeah you know it's gonna continue every, as every it does year there's a fresh crop as it does um and that's that's mean girls that's the plot of mean girls mm-hmm. uh classic excellent movie tell me somebody in the u.s that doesn't know mean girls like you can't i Everybody mean please tell me that People don't still say, get in, uh, what is it? Get in, get in losers, losers. We're, we're going, going shopping. shopping. Like, how many memes are created about, like, get in, losers, we're going, da-da-da. Wherever. Like, it's wherever. Get in, losers. My favorite one is the Care Bears and their, their Care Bear car <laughs> saying whatever they say. But it always starts with, get in, losers. What do they say? What do they say? I don't even know, but it's you gotta look it up because there's different <laughs> there's different things. It's like get in get in losers or go and hugging or something like yeah. Something a care bear would do. Yes. Um, I mean and then like stop trying to make fetch happen. Like fetch isn't gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> so fetch. So fetch. So, uh, some fun facts for y'all. You know, I like my fun facts about um, movies. Mm-hmm. I just, I like it. I already talked about Tina just writing this brilliant screenplay from by a herself. self-help book, like, by herself. And she said, Lauren Michaels, you know, of SNL, was the guy that was like, Tina, you need to write a script. Like, please, do something. 
And she right. had been working on SNL as the head writer, by the way, at this time, um, which she was the first female head writer of SNL during this time, which I think is one of the best errors of SNL. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So she would do SNL like for the week. They would She would fly to, I forget, somewhere, I think it was Canada, somewhere where they filmed it, um, fly and film the scenes that she needed to do and then fly back to SNL. Um, so she said she was just like a zombie during this time. I can uh, imagine. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so another fun fact that I think is very funny is Rachel McAdams was much older. You know, she's playing 17 mm-hmm. or 16. Um, she was actually 26 filming this movie. And she was only seven years younger than Amy Poehler, who was playing her mom. So well, that's I'm very not funny. like a regular mom. I am a cool I'm mom. I'm a cool mom. I that's love Amy in this you. movie. Yes, it is. Yes. Amy is at her prime in this movie. Just being. I mean, the first scene where she sees her boobs, it's like <laughs> the best. And just the way she talks to him, she's like, cocktails, it's happy hour. Yeah. <laughs> And she's like, Lindsay, uh, Katie was like, there's not alcohol in this, is there? And she was like, oh, God, no. But if you want some, I can put some in there for you. I'd rather you drink drink here. Yes. Like that mom. And we all know those moms. There's always, yeah, there are those moms. Yes. We did not have those moms. We did not have those moms. We had the the opposite yes do you know another hilarious the thing that cracks me up the most is it's so funny they have she has a younger sister that we never see her face right no (laughs) but we see her this little girl in front of the tv watching like girls gone wild And there's like a scene where they flat, you know, the girl, remember that mm-hmm. era of girls, anyway, flashes the screen. And so you just see the little girl flashing, picking up mm-hmm. her shirt, cracks me up. So funny. It cracks me up that it. they walk in and he's like, this is a big room. She's like, yeah, it's the master. It was my parents, but I liked it better. So I made them give it yes. to me. Yes. Spoiled. Mm-hmm spoil we all know those people too yes we do yes um so rachel mcadams was cast um they wanted her to play katie like the lead character um and Lindsay wanted to play regina george but the studio exec was like Lindsay cannot be the villain in this movie like she just can't because mm-hmm. she you know she was a disney disney she was on disney girl. she was fresh off of freaky friday yeah, and like Parent Trap before that, uh-huh. um, you know, she had an Kirby, image still. Loaded. Yes, and so they switched those around. Um, uh, Amanda Seyfried also wanted to be Regina George, and she auditioned for it, but the casting director was like, she's the perfect Karen, like the perfect Karen. Yes. She is. And this she is, plays that airhead dumb blonde so well. So good. And this was her first thing. Like, this was one of her first things that she did. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't think, uh, I think they had always cast um, Lacey, 
Lacey Chabert for Gretchen. Like there was nobody else that was going to play that. She is the perfect Gretchen Wieners. She's so good. Like she's so good. And Um, she had more of a part than I remember her having. Like she was more involved because she was the one that knew all the secrets. Mm -hmm. She was the keeper of secrets. And you can just see her getting like (laughs) progressively stressed out. Yes. With everything. It's great the way she her face is so funny. Oh, she's so expressive. Yeah, mm. she is. Like that scene where she is just like, I can't. I mean, I think she's in the middle of the classroom and she just kind of loses it. Um, mm. Because she, the the whole main thing with her character, Gretchen, is that she just is constantly trying to please Regina. Like, yeah. constantly. And so she will do anything to please Regina, but Regina. she she hates her at the same time. Like mm-hmm. it's real, you know? You know? Yeah. Uh yeah. it's a codependency. It is. <laughs> and definitely codependency. See. Another casting thing um was um for Lizzie Kaplan, Janice, uh the they just all thought she's just too gorgeous, she can't play Janice. Like she can't play her. So mm-hmm. they kind of made her look like, you know, at the time, the Osbournes, Kelly Osborne, mm-hmm. very pretty big. big. And so they just made her kind of look that goth um, Kelly mm-hmm. Osbourne style mm-hmm. uh, to make her less pretty because she is gorgeous. I think she's yeah. gorgeous. Um, but she's also gone on to do so much. Like, you you forget her recently oh, in... um. Truth be told, truth be told, with Octavia oh, yeah, Spencer, yeah, yeah. it's on Apple. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. in the first season, and she plays yeah. two characters in the first season, and she is so good, so good. She's so talented, She's amazing. Mm-hmm. There was a show on FX that came out last year that we watched called um, Oh Fleischman, Waiting for Fleischman. Oh, Waiting for Fleischman mm-hmm. with Jesse Eisenberg, Claire Danes. Mm-hmm. Adam Brody and Lizzie Kaplan, mm-hmm. and she was just excellent in that show. So good. She's amazing. She is. So, uh, okay, so that's that's my fun facts, I think. That's all my fun facts. I know there's so much more, but, like. There's just a lot. There, there is a lot. Day. Yes. I mean, Lindsay was about 18, so she was closer to age at, for her casting. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think they all really just hung out and had a great time. Even Rachel, even though she was the older one, um, you know. I mean, how can that. you not have fun on a Tina Fey set? I know. You know, how can you not? I would hope it would be as much fun as it. And you've looks. got you've got Tina Fey herself. You've got Ten Meadows, mm-hmm. Anna Gasteyer, yes. and yes. who's who's the guy that plays the dad? He was on um, The Middle. Yeah, I love the middle. Um, Neil Flynn. Neil Flynn. Neil Flynn. He's so good. He is so good. Wasn't he on Scrubs too? Yes. I never watched. He was. I know a lot Scrubs. of people. He plays like such Scrubs. a different character. He plays just kind of like an idiot on Scrubs <laughs> than the other shows he plays on. But he's he's great in this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's all. You know, she wrote the Broadway show for it, and that was very successful. I think it's still touring. I don't know. Like it's still a I mean, touring. It's one Broadway of the most show. successful movies, Broadway shows of all time. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, everybody knows it because it's so it, funny. 
Yes. So funny. It's such a universal, relatable story Mm -hmm. um, that Mm -hmm. I think you can take a lot from, really. Just girls quit being mean to each other and for Mm -hmm. the sake of what, you name it. Everybody. Quit it. Mm -hmm. Just stop. Just Just stop. stop. Just stop it. Do you do you remember seeing this one in the theater? Uh yes, I do. This was a very uh, not a great time for me in my life, like personally, during this time mm-hmm. period. Um mm-hmm. and I was in college and so I was a little skeptical, but having Tina involved in it, I was like, uh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I was only skeptical because I thought they were just you know, trying to make another clueless or I, I things ahead so about I thought you. it was going to be very, very girly and like mm-hmm. silly, you know. Yes. You know, no. Completely different. You know, this brings up a good point that I'm going to try to make intelligently, but we'll see if it happens. Um, for some reason, for girl movies that star women that are comedies, they the promotional mm-hmm. posters, the marketing... For some reason, they have to make it look like a girly. cheesy, girly, like mm-hmm. not quality. Like beaches. Yes. Like, why do not y'all that make there's it? There's anything wrong with beaches? No. But there's always that kind of oh, this is for the girls. Which, yes. Okay, it stars women, but do you say that for every movie that stars mostly men? Oh, this is for the sure boys. Don't. Nope. No, it's it's just a movie made by women starring women. Yes. That's it. And it, it doesn't is. mean everybody does each other's hair and yes. hits each other. It's like it's just such a stereotype. Yes. I mean they even made the bridesmaids poster look like a yeah. like a little uh I don't know, Hallmark like a cute little movie. Cute little movie. No. Marketing people do better and make it look legit for these movies. Mm-hmm. Like really, mm-hmm. it's something that like, no, I get it. Makes me a little mad and angry. Yeah. Thank you for letting me yeah. uh, vent that to you on this pod, um, Shelley. I've always Anytime. wanted to. You can always to do that, but I understand. I understand. You know and I saying? agree. It's like yes, it's automatically a chick flick, even if it's not really a chick flick. Yes. And just because it stars women and it's by women doesn't mean it's mm-hmm. like. You have to do this Hallmark yeah. chick flick. Right. And you don't have to make it look as such either no. with the marketing and the posters and Mm-mm. all of it. No, you anyway. don't have to put everybody in pink. Not that no. there's anything wrong with pink. I love pink. No. But not everybody yes. does. That's not right. every woman loves pink. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. um, I, I also saw this one in the theater. And yeah. it, it, I just thought it was amazing. Because I, I just remember thinking, oh, my God, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, they're on SNL. It's probably going to be funny. Yeah. I didn't realize how amazing it's going to be. I mean, so amazing that's, that has lasted in our culture. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Mm-hmm. What, what are your, like, two top most impactful or favorite scenes? Mm-hmm. Gosh. Oh, I love the whole sequence of... In the gym, after the burn book has been discovered, everybody, all the girls are in the gym, the confessional. Um, I find it hilarious. First of all, that one girl that's in there and she's just crying and sobbing. 
And then Damien, what you were referencing earlier, is in there looking like the Unabomber <laughs> with his blue hood and sunglasses. For what reason, even? <laughs> For what reason? I know. It's so funny. Um, it's so random. It is. <laughs> so he just shouts, she doesn't even go here. And then so Tina's like, do you even go here? And she's like, no, I just have a lot of feelings. <laughs> and <laughs> and then Gretchen gets up there and Gretchen just says all these little passive aggressive things like I know y'all like you know pretty much I'm sorry but not sorry pretty much like yeah about yeah. stuff please please don't hate me for my white yes. privilege please don't yes, but, <laughs> yes. let me tell you about my white uh -huh. privilege yes <laughs> <laughs> so spot on and i love and then, that they feature her it's like she's very sweet she's very polite mm -hmm. but she's also very unaware of the world around her because she's very. just this wealthy white privileged girl and just yes everybody else is like oh my god she does not have a grasp no on what's going on in the world i mean she says so many inappropriate things about different groups of people you're like oh my gosh you can't say that stuff. Like, you cannot. Uh, so when she, she just does. She doesn't have any freaking clue. And we've all known people like that, too, that just have no self-awareness about yes. this stuff. It's so yes. funny. Yes. Yes. Zero uh, self-awareness. Zero. Like, don't realize that they are being insanely offensive. Yes. <laughs> insanely like, oh offensive. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So when she gets up there and she does her little BS confessional, everybody like parts, like the sea's parting because they do the trust fall. You know, they're doing the trust fall. Oh my God, yes. So the sea's part because everybody's like, uh-uh, I'm not catching. <laughs> we just heard what you said. <laughs> Except for Karen, who's like sitting there with her arms wide open and they just like... Well, and I love other. Amanda Seyfried. I love Amanda I Seyfried too. and everything. You know, Amanda is great, but this is my uh, favorite because she just does it. So she's got that airhead quality mm -hmm. look to her. Where yes. you're just like, oh, bless your heart. You're so dumb. Bless you. My favorite. You're so pretty, sequence. but you are so dumb. My favorite little quote from her in the movie is. She's talking to Katie and she's like, because Katie's like, well, you must, you know, want to do something. Um, do you mm -hmm. have, I mean, something that you want to do for the future? And she's like, well, I have a fifth sense. Um, I have ESPN or something. My boobs can tell when it's going to rain. Going to rain. She's like, or I can, my boobs can tell when it's raining. And that's what she it's said. Actively reading. <laughs> I love the end when there she's the weather girl and it's pouring rain and she's like grabbing her boobs. She's like, "There's a 30 percent chance that it might be raining right now." Yes. yes. And she's getting soaked and it's pouring. She's and she's getting like, soaked. Thirty percent chance and it's raining. <laughs> she's getting soaked. Oh my gosh. Bless her. Yeah. Um, I I love I just there's so many great scenes in this movie, like the party, the Halloween where she actually dresses up. 
And she discovers one of my favorites next to the confessional. I love the Santa Santa baby or the whatever Santa baby, the Santa classic, Mm -hmm. where Amy Poehler is dancing in the eye. She's doing the moves. With her camcorder. The just like, when they like drop to their, like, you know, drop it and slap their thighs and Katie's yes. like, whoa! <laughs> yes. Oh, and she's out there dancing with her camcorder doing the mm-hmm. same moves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I mean, the so whole. accurate. Every scene where they, where she would think back to like her time in africa and the wildlife mm-hmm. um and mm-hmm. she would like it would cut to all the teenagers acting like animals really mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then cut back to reality like oh, i love all of those she <sighs> jumps across the table at her yes yes my, you, one like, of my favorite um, parts i know you imagine you imagine wanting to do that to so many people like i do jump across the table and tackle. I just want to go. Okay, thank you. Yes. Just go crazy. Did you so identify with anybody in this movie? <laughs> well, how can you not identify with Katie, first of all? Just being a fish out of water in situations. I think mm-hmm. most of us have been there, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really do. If you uh, haven't, yeah. then you're lucky. You're lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, But also, I mean, I have to say Janice. Because... Mm-hmm. I know she wasn't technically a lesbian in this movie, but come on, she was. And I know that yeah. the Kevin, the mathlete guy at the end, I, I feel like in some I of these movies. I think they made a cute couple, though. They did. Because they He's were like, so I weird. Only, I only date women of color. And she's like, um, which is another, He's like, like I'm Lebanese. Are you Puerto Rican? No, I'm Lebanese. I'm which Lebanese. is another word for lesbian, excuse me. Mm, not really mm. but i mean kind of it is it's like a little yeah. wink a little wink mm-hmm. like you were mm-hmm. um yeah so the so plastics and I, I, cannot, I really i can't i can't relate to the plastics either i i do relate mm-hmm. to katie just trying to um make it through a day in high school without yes feeling a total idiot you know yeah mm-hmm. yeah and I, I like uh, that this movie kind of, I like that she had no clue what American high school was going to be like. Um, so coming into it, she had all the confidence in the world. She was very clueless on how everything worked because why would you know? Like, I mean, why would you, you know these Africa things? In the wild. You grew up in Africa. Well, and, and the so, rules of high school are so, like, there's so many unwritten rules about what's uh-huh. acceptable and what is not. And they're so trivial, uh-huh. but very important at the same time. Yes. It's like, mathletes, that's social suicide. <laughs> yes. Like, not. I feel like today, like, kids have gotten a lot more accepting of different groups um, and a lot more just... And you're like, oh, you're in that? That's really cool. Like, the, yeah. if you're a nerd, it's fine mm-hmm. to be a nerd. Yeah. It's fine yeah. to be weird, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But there's, I, I think this one captured that nuance pretty well. I think so, too. Like, very severe lines drawn in these clicks. Yes. Do you know another thing that I found <laughs> hilarious and quite accurate is the coach, Coach Carr? 
is the mm-hmm. one teaching sex, sex education. And like the scenes that you see him in, he's like, don't have sex. You're going to get chlamydia. You're going to get an STD. Just, you're going to get pregnant. Just mm-hmm. don't have sex. And he's like the coach. And that's their sex education. And I'm like, this is so mm-hmm. accurate to what we got mm-hmm. uh, back in the day. And who was the one sleeping with all the girls in high school? Yes. And I was about <laughs> to say that. Who's the one that is having inappropriate, pervy relations, relations with underage girls? With the valedictorian. <laughs> yes. Coach Carr is the coach that is teaching sex, sex I, I love that they make John Hamm. The, the in guy the new, in the yeah in the I new know. one I, like because he yeah. plays such a good creep he does he plays yes, such he a does. good creep but mm-hmm. he you know like it's a character for him you know he's really hamming it up <laughs> Sorry, <did that. laughs> you know he's really hamming it up <laughs> intended i feel like he knows that's that's what these guys that look and dress like him act like um <clears throat> he knows that it's a character yeah. I yes. think that's why it works. Yep. Shelly, did you relate to any characters besides I mean, Katie? I relate to Katie. I, I kind of related Norberry? to Janice. Justin being, Janice? Oh, my God, Miss Norberry. Sorry. I, at the time, I didn't relate to Miss Norberry. I just thought she was really funny. But now, mm-hmm. I'm I'm just Having... Miss Norberry. I'm just her. <laughs> like, when she came in and Tim, Tim Meadows was like, what did you do this? And she's like, I got divorced. <laughs> <laughs> taking your shirt off after spilling coffee you know working a second job Mm -hmm. i can so relate to everything it just she's so tired all the time and just trying her best to get these kids to do what they need to and man that's relatable and you're an awkward human yourself and you're like how am i supposed to teach these humans when i'm yes yes i i relate to miss norberry too not like Mm -hmm. Um, the whole just again being too tired and having to deal mm-hmm. with so much stuff. I mean, that's when you get to be an adult. That's it, man. That's what you do. I mean, it's not that's, that's it. what you do. That scene where she they run into each other at the mall, um, the store that Janice works at, and um, like, what are you doing Janice, here? She's Janice like, works at kind of like a lush store, mm-hmm. almost. Yeah, you know, organic yes. face care. Uh-huh. And um, she comes in with like all her flair <laughs> from the with restaurant. She, yes, she bartended a bartend on the weekends to make some extra money. Um, you know, yeah. and then Janice says, "Man, that is bleak." Um, I'm like, "You have no clue, child. You're a child. Just you wait." Tell you become an adult. There's no judgment like that of a kid (laughs) that you are teaching because they are brutally honest and they will tell you the truth. (laughs) And they're just like, "That's not cool, man." Mm -mm. Like, well, thank you. This is my actual life. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Um. Who do you feel like stole the show? Oh, that's just impossible with this movie. But I do. I mean. Oh gosh, everybody played their role so good. And they're just mm-hmm. all fully realized, each so different. Um I mean, really, like Regina George was just I mean, Rachel McAdams is so good at being so evil. I feel like if she's like a um supporting 
character in a movie. Mm-hmm. She's going to steal the show because she's just so good. She's so good. She's so magnetic. She's yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just so funny. Like, a lot of people are, like, did not even realize it was Rachel McAdams in that movie until years later. They're like, oh, uh-huh. that's Rachel McAdams, you know? <clears throat> yeah. So yeah. I, I think she's just so good at playing that character. Like, really. She's great at it. Great. Mm-hmm. It's she's the best. She's the best. Yeah. Do you do you think this has aged well? Um, yes. As far as like the overall story goes, I think it's just timeless. I think every mm-hmm. generation mm-hmm. goes through this and needs to like understand the lesson of this movie. Yeah. Um, some of the language, like the R word, yeah. is used mm-hmm. a few times. It's used by the mean. It's used by Regina. Um, who would say that slang, you know, like she would, yeah, she's not yeah. a good person. Um, there's a couple of little racist, like words that were just unnecessary. I think I don't even remember no. what part, but, um, I don't know as a whole, I think if you just kind of took those out, it would just be a perfect, mm-hmm. um, age movie. No, I think it's timeless is good because you, you can watch mm-hmm. it. I mean, the girls are still watching it in 2023 mm-hmm. because it's so accurate a depiction of just being a, a girl in high school and that whole yes. age is hard. It's yes. hard. It's and just hard in- even not even just a girl, but just being a person mm-hmm. and trying to find your your spot in this and I think it was perfect that they compared it to the jungle because yeah, that's what high school is. Like you, yeah. she shows up the first day and everything's happening. Like she's like, what mm-hmm. the hell? Where did, where am I? <laughs> yeah. Welcome. Welcome to American school Welcome. system. Yes. Um, and the lesson that it doesn't really, again, it does not matter what you look like, what clothes you're wearing. If you have lipstick on your teeth, if you have a gap mm-hmm. in your tooth, like, it doesn't matter because um, you're all just trying to survive the same systems. Yeah. Um, you may and be if talented. You treat and, people like crap. Yes. You're just that kind of reflects who you are. That's, <laughs> That's right. Just quit being and, uh, beauty fades. <laughs> beauty fades. That's right. Yes. Uh, quit being mean to each other. Quit putting each other down. Mm-hmm. Making mm-hmm. it all about no your reason. looks for no reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I just, I, lots of perfect... fat shaming in this movie. Lots of fat shaming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It, girls that aren't even really fat. I'm like, I know. What? <laughs> I know. <laughs> it, it's just very accurate. Very accurate. Mm-hmm. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. Good pick, Andra. Just one of the best movies of all time. Thank you, Shelly. Yours is. Thank you. I agree. Yours is yours is up there too. Well, the best of all time. Mine is. It just mm-hmm. had, it had an earlier debut. Um, yeah. We. So if we're let's just go into it. Let's get into let's ten get things into I hate about you. Let's do um, it. This was um, nineteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. This is a really cool take. On the William Shakespeare play, The Taming of the Shrew. I'm a nerd. I love any kind <laughs> of play on classic literature. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Julia Stiles, this was her era. This was when she was in really totally. big things. She was 
big. And she was also in these like intellectual roles. So mm-hmm. she she was in this movie, she was in Oh, like for Othello, you know, right. and there was kind of this this whole vibe in the 90s of let's let's take these old classic Shakespeare and make them into something different. I mean, we had Clueless. Clueless wasn't Shakespeare, but you know, classic literature. Classic literature, um, yep. Mm-hmm. You know, you had Clueless with Emma, you had Romeo and Juliet with, with Leo and, and Claire, you had, mm-hmm. you know, this, The Taming of the Shrew, um, a few years later, you know, you had She's the Man, just that whole time period of like, really mm-hmm. making these timeless stories tangible to a modern audience. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about it. This was also Heath Ledger's debut performance in America. Um, <sighs> yeah. And every female <laughs> fell in love instantly I and did. we still are and, mm-hmm. and, and even claire my my cousin she's 15 she's like oh he is <laughs> he is fine i'm like yeah he's fine. He he's fine he's fine he's like fine. yeah he is that's heath ledger <laughs> um I sent Andrew a really sad video today about You're Heath dead. Ledger. And we just Made were like, cry. Oh God, I miss Heath. Like, he, he just was one of my tops. He, I know. And just as an actor, mm-hmm. amazing, amazing actor. Yep. Any role he was in. Yep. I mean, the Joker, his role as the Joker is absolutely the best. But he plays, yeah. um, we've got, we've got um, Julia Stiles, who plays Kat. She is, um, the shrew in this mm-hmm. in this um show we've got uh larissa olenek who plays her sister bianca mm-hmm. um gabrielle union plays bianca's yeah. best friend chastity <laughs> and <laughs> then we have joseph gordon levitt you know he's this is around the time of he, he's coming off of um third rock from the sun um Love that show. Yeah, he was oh yeah me too and he was he was making a name for himself as an mm-hmm. actor in the movies because everybody knew him as the kid actor on Third yeah. Rock from the Sun, and this was like his breakout role. Um, mm-hmm. David Crumholtz plays you know Michael his his really good friend. Love anything David Crumholtz is in because he just he's a scene stiller. You know yes. he'll come in and just say the funniest thing. And you're like, where did that come from? He's got great delivery. Um, uh-huh. So Heath Ledger, Julia Stiles, Larissa Olenek, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, David Krumholtz, the really cool guy that just has all the swag and money. You 90s ladies will remember this guy, Andrew Keegan. Yeah. Such a big crush on him that he had the best hair. Um, He left acting for a while and he... (laughs) He started a cult in California (laughs) for a while. He ran a cult. It wasn't anything dangerous. Don't worry. I think it was just like, hey, let's be hippies on the beach and have sex all the time. Um, That's good. Not like what's his name? I don't think it panned out. It's not like the um, Nexium cult. This was more like a, I just want excuses to sleep with beautiful women. Um, Susan May probably had a did not have a problem with that i'm sure he's andrew anyway. keegan like he could just be andrew keegan I'm sure yeah i don't get it um susan may pratt plays cat's friend who is obsessed with shakespeare um her name oh what was her name let me see i got her mandela mandela which 
is such a hippy dippy name. <laughs> what She's a obsessed name. with like Renaissance fair and mm-hmm. William Shakespeare and um <clears throat> she's great. And then we have um Allison Janney as the guidance <sighs> counselor so who funny. likes to write smut in her free time. <laughs> she writes, yes. excuse me, not smut, romance novels. Mm-hmm. And yeah. <laughs> she looks like a 1950s housewife with yes. like her curls and her skirt and she looks mm-hmm. very put together drinking mm-hmm. a cup of tea. And then she's like his quivering member. Blah, 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 blah. Great. Yeah. And then um Larry Miller is the dad and he is funny. He plays the single dad of these two girls. He's also he's also an um obstetrician, an OBGYN, mm-hmm. so he delivers babies and he's like, I know what happens. If you talk to boys, if you date boys, you're gonna end up pregnant. It's just not yeah. I delivered a delivered a baby out of a teen and baby was ten pounds. Do so you want that? You know, just way over the top. He's yeah. great though. His lines are perfect. Um, yeah, I've got the four one one. So this was um, directed by Gil Junger. He's done a lot of TV, also. Um, uh-huh. He also, oh, I'm sorry, y'all. He also did this um, this adaptation of Ten Things I Hate About You as like a TV show later uh, on. But he was okay. he directed a lot of TV shows. He did directed a lot of episodes of Blossom. So he was kind of in that realm Classic. of like teen. Yeah, classic teen mm-hmm. comedy angst stuff. Um, Karen McCullough and Christian Smith were the writers. They adapted it. In, it also um, credits, obviously, William Shakespeare. But they adapted this to modern 1999 at what is what? What did I do? Nothing. What did I say? <laughs> no, nothing. I'm making a face at myself. Go for it. You didn't say anything. It's me. No, it's just it's the face you're making was like, what did I say wrong? Like, did I say something inaccurate? No, you're good. I'm so sorry. Wish I could (laughs) ever make face. Like, oh shit. Okay, so continue. Sorry. So this high school. First of all, this was all filmed on location in Tacoma, Washington. At it at in the high school they filmed it is an actual high school. That, Never have I seen a college campus so nice. No, <laughs> it is a that high school. Is nuts, insane. insane. They have an open amphitheater that looks like it's been there for hundreds of years. They've got like yeah. castle, like it's crazy. And the name of it is Padua, which is the setting for um where. It, which is where it is in um, Taming of the Shrew. Um, So I'm just going to go through the brief synopsis here so that we can understand. We've got, um, let me move it over here. I can read it better. Um, It starts off with Cameron, played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And he's a new student at Padua High. And he is hanging out with um, (laughs) with, um, Miss Perky, who is the guidance counselor played by Allison I love Janney. Her. And I love he, her. she is just no nonsense. She doesn't have time for it. She needs these kids to come in, get their business taken care of. So she, they can go out and she can write her novel. Um, 
she is given to um, David Crumholtz's character, Michael, so Michael can show him around the school. And Michael and Cameron obviously become best friends automatically. And kind of like in Mean Girls, we see the scene where Michael's taking um, Cameron around the school, showing him to all the different cliques. And it's, again, much like Clueless, much like... yes. Mean Girls, it's very Mm -hmm. accurate. You can see these lines that are drawn Mm -hmm. and who you can hang out with, who you should hang out with. I love the part where (laughs) they go up to like the Future Investors Club or something. No, Mm -hmm. I think it's like attorney. They're like future law students. And they won't talk to Michael. And Cameron's like, well, what'd you do? He's like, they found out I bought my IZODs at an outlet. <laughs> like his IZOD shirts. And just so funny. It's stupid because they're brand. so pretentious. Yeah. Is that brand um, still and, around? You know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It is? Um, yeah. I've seen it um, on a sign in a store. Okay. Like Kohl's. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so during this tour... They're walking around and he like Cameron gets stopped in his tracks because he sees this beautiful, beautiful girl. Most and it's Larissa Olenek, Bianca. Mm-hmm. And she's got like this slow motion. She's walking and has this yes. sundress on. And he's like, who is that? You know, it reminds me of the cartoon characters where their eyes are like hard eyes. Like, yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so he's like, who is that? And Michael's like, get, yeah, calm down. There, that is yeah. Bianca. She and her sister, their dad does not let them date. You can mm-hmm. you can forget about that right now. And um, so, Kat, we I believe we cut to Cat, and um, she's in the she's in the um, English class talking about um, how basically she's just she's involved in the discussion the teacher is really funny um i love him too andrew keegan's character in cat's class and they're arguing about you know whatever story they were reading and then cat goes off on a rant about how she should how we should read more female literature and blah 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 and then she gets kicked out of camp uh, class so that's (laughs) that's cat she's very much a you know, a feminist. She, mm-hmm. she loves, she loves reading. She loves books. She loves, um, art, you know, she's, she's in, into indie rock and feminist prose. Yes. She does not conform. Um, no. so during all this, Cameron is like, I, I can't give up on Bianca. I, I love her. So he and Michael hatch a scheme that they are going to, get Bianca to, to date Cameron. Um, there is a, I think it's prom. I can't remember what it is. Oh no, there's a party. There's a party Mm -hmm. that Bianca wants to go to. And the dad's like, that's how you get pregnant. It's not going to happen. And she's like, why can't we date? I'm the only one that's not allowed to date. And then Kat comes in and joins her dad's side. And she's like, why would you want to date these unwashed miscreants? Blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And so the dad is like, you know what? New rule. New rule. You can date Bianca when when Kat decides to date. When she decides to date, you can date. And Bianca just loses her mind because Kat's like, well, that was easy. I'm never going (laughs) to date. 
so Cameron and Michael catch wind of this this plan, and they hatch a scheme to find somebody for Kat. Mm-hmm. So if Kat decides to date, then Bianca would obviously fall for Cameron. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. Cameron finds out Bianca needs a French tutor. And he's mm-hmm. like, I speak French. And then you see him like, I need to learn French because he does not speak French. Yeah. And so they're, they've got their little friendship going on and they're like developing a normal friendship, which, mm-hmm. you know, you can tell they like each other. Um, but Michael and Cameron decide they need help if they're going to find somebody for a cat. They look at her. She's like running in lacrosse, like beating people up she she does not give a rip she doesn't care we need somebody tough we need somebody tough to date her because she's a shrew yeah and um they land their eyes on this this guy the bad boy of Mm -hmm. padua high uh, named patrick verona another shakespeare reference yes and patrick verona Heath ledger is um you know, he's very rough. He drinks beer. He plays mm-hmm. with fire. Like he's got he long hair. Cigarettes. He smokes cigarettes. <laughs> Shelly would have totally been had a crush on him because yes, was, you know, just, yes. just he looks like you know. <laughs> um, and so they they're like, that is our guy. How do we huh? get him to date her? And so they go up and they start talking to him. And it's it's so funny. I love the first scene when they talk to him because they look like such little boys talking to this adult grown man. Yeah. And that's exactly how it is. It really does. So they, they decide they need they need a um an investor in this whole <laughs> this whole <laughs> enterprise. And in comes, you know, Joey Donner, who is Ugh. the pretty boy, you know, model esque. Oh, and he is a model. Yes, he does yeah. model. He does modeling. Mm-hmm. He's the rich. He's the rich kid. The rich mm-hmm. popular kid, uh, played by Andrew Keegan, and Andrew Keegan does it so well. Mm-hmm. But they're like, we need to figure out how to make him pay him, him. like make Joey pay Patrick, yes. to date Cat. But then we can also get Bianca for Cameron. Mm-hmm. So they they catch the scheme to make. Joey think he is going to be dating Bianca because he also mm-hmm. has the hots for Bianca. Does. Everybody does. Yep. Mm-hmm. My favorite line might be when they're talking about Bianca in the bar when Heath Ledger is shooting pull. And he's like, what does mm-hmm. she have? Like beer flavored nipples or something? And Cameron's like, hey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but so they they convince Joey, you can you can go on this date with, with, uh, with Bianca. All you have to do is convince Patrick over here mm-hmm. to date Cat, and so Patrick he goes to him, you know he he gives him this proposal of dating Cat, and he's like, uh, you know, first he offers him twenty dollars, which in two thousand twenty four that is an insult. This is nineteen ninety nine. Yes. So my favorite, thing, like, he's like, well. You got the movies, that's 20. You've got dinner, that's, we're going to get popcorn, that's uh, 75. You know, mm-hmm. and they yeah. like talk, he talks them up to like 75 bucks, which I'm like, yeah. Really? 75 bucks? 75 bucks. Yeah. But um, so he convinces Patrick to try to swoon um, and woo Kat. And mm-hmm. it doesn't go well for Patrick 
for a lot of reasons because she's just not interested. She does not give no. a rip. Mm-mm. Um, and you know, they, they do all these things. They go, he like surprises her at, um, I think it's like a record store. Mm-hmm. Joey parks behind her car. She backs into his Ugh. car. Yeah. You know, she gets in trouble for that, even though he was the asshole that he was the asshole behind her car. She's the um, bitch because she did it. Yes. She's the bitch because she's honest, she's is what it bitch. is. Yeah, that's it. Um, and eventually he, he kind of wears her down. And mm-hmm. they go to they go to a party and Bianca can go because Kat's going. Mm-hmm. And it's all good times, it's all fun and games until Kat gets <laughs> wasted and starts dancing to notorious DIG on the table. One of the best Love things it. of all time, by the way. Love and it. um, you know, Patrick's like, okay, she like almost falls off the table. Patrick catches her. Perfect. If you are a straight female girl in the 90s, that was an awakening moment. You're like, I want to catch me from a table that I'm drunk dancing on. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It was a very good moment. Anyway, (laughs) so he takes her home. She's, you know, totally wasted. She wants to kiss him. And he's like, Mm -hmm. you just threw up. He was trying to be a gentleman. He and is. It just basically pisses her off. <laughs> so she doesn't talk to him. <laughs> he, um, in the meantime, like Bianca is starting to get flirty with Joey. So Cameron's like, oh, this sucks, blah, 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 blah. Prom's coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, they, they end up, Patrick ends up winning her back. And yes. they go to prom together. What's um, that scene though that he wins her back? It's the best. He wins her back to take her to prom. Oh my god, I can't I can't believe I forgot this part. Um so <laughs> no. she's pissed at him. She's pissed at him. She's out playing soccer because not only does she play lacrosse, she plays soccer. She plays soccer all the aggressive too. sports. Yep. Mm-hmm. She's out there playing soccer in this beautiful picturesque field. With this giant yes. amphitheater. I'm like, there's no way this is a freaking high school. I know. And it's insane. all of a sudden, over the speakers, you hear, you're just too good to be true. Oh. And he starts serenading her. <laughs> with the band. Listen. Because he worked the, he worked a deal with the band to play the song. He worked a deal with the band to play the song. Yeah. And serenades her. And in one of the most agile like scenes i mean he's running mm-hmm. up and down that those stairs and yeah. i'm just waiting for him to fall he's dancing he's running from the cops and he's mm-hmm. singing and it's just the best scene of all time it's the best scene and every <laughs> girl in america fell in love with him in that moment 110 percent. we're like hey, big <sighs> deal that was a deal yep. it was amazing so of course she's like yes i'll go to prom with you which means bianca can go to prom yeah, and Bianca is kind of starting to feel a little something, something for Cameron, uh-huh. her French tutor. And Cameron is so obsessed with getting Bianca that he loses sight of the fact that Bianca actually likes it. Like, yeah, anyway. hello, she likes you. Long you, story short, you need to ask her to prom, dummy. Like, come on, you need to make a move. Mm-hmm. You've been working up to make the move. You need to make yep. the move. She's waiting. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. Long story short, eventually. She comes around. They they go to prom together. He he gets invited to be um, 
she gets invited to be his date. So, and also one of the best is Mandela um, opens her locker and she finds this old like Shakespearean gown. It's like (laughs) got a scroll attached to it. It's like, will you go to prom with me? W Shakespeare. And of course it's Michael because they are the cutest nerdy couple in the world. Yes, Um, they are. So we, we see, we, we cut to the house and we see them going. And um, first you see Bianca like running out in her prom dress and she's trying to run out and sneak past her dad. And he's like, where are you going? She's like, "Uh, prom. And he's like, excuse me. He's like, she's like, cat's got a date. And then Mm -hmm. she tries to run out before Cameron can meet the dad. And then he's like, I have a gun. Yeah, he looks at Cameron. The whole I've got your number. I've got your number. Um, and then, you know, Kat goes, she sees Patrick at the prom. It's just a beautiful sight. We've got letters to Cleo, like letters to Cleo. Just amazing nineties vibes Mm -hmm. at this prom. The style, the hair. Such a throwback, so amazing. And yes, we have this awesome prom. And then um they're dancing, they're out on the dance floor having a good time. And we cut to a scene where Joey drives up to Bianca and Kat's house yeah. to pick up Bianca, and she's gone because she's with Cameron uh-huh. and he's pissed. Um, so he goes to the prom. And he finds Patrick and he like pulls him aside. He, you know, Patrick and Kat are having a great time, pulls him aside. And he's like, what did I pay you for? Why did I pay you to go out with her? Yeah. So of course, you know, that ruins everything in a second. Blasted. And, um, so, you know, we're cutting back to Kat looking very forlorn out the window. Cause she, mm-hmm. just like she thought these men are all pigs. They're yeah. all pigs. <laughs> but he shows up and he felt really bad. He's like, you mm-hmm. know, this, some asshole paid me to take out this really amazing girl, but I yes. messed up. She's mm-hmm. like, how? He's like, I fell for her. And then he opens oh. the door. I know he's got so many moments. He opens the I door and with the money. <laughs> I'm like, you must've gave me more money. than he bought a guitar. <laughs> he's like, she's like, is this a Fender Strat? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he buys her a Fender <laughs> Strat and everything's fine. So everything's fine. If you piss off your girlfriend is buy her a fender strap. Uh-huh. It's gonna be fun. There you go. Yes. But anyway, it's 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 one of the best <laughs> movies of all time. I it's one of my it favorites. Is. It really is. Um, that's yeah. it, that's it. Um some yeah. some fun facts here. Let me get my little fun fact list up. Oh, fun Go fact bear list. with me. There's a lot of you know allusions to Shakespeare, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite things is that she kind of gets over the fact that he messed up at prom. Yeah. She gets over the fact that he was paid to date her, essentially. And for a while, she's not talking to him, and he just thinks that's that's it. They're in English class one day, and he's just like, you know, they're both very angsty looking at each other. Um, so they're, it's time to read their poem and she gets up and reads a poem called 10 things. And it's yes. 10 things I hate about you. And she goes off on it's all so these good. things she hates. And 
then she starts crying. She's like, but most of all, I hate that I don't hate you at all. And it's just, it's the best. And yes. that, that was filmed in one take. She Amazing. wasn't scripted to cry. It just, it was perfect. The The scene was perfect the way she did mm-hmm. it. Um, a little improvised moment when um, we first see Ledger and he's just sitting there in the science classroom playing with the fire. That was all him. He was like, I nice. think I think a bad boy would be playing with this fire. Um, he Perfect. said, you know, he, he was, I mean, he was pretty, he looked like an adult. Um, mm-hmm. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, you know, in the movie, he has to learn French. Yeah. He's very fluent in French in real life. And wow. um, so that's kind of funny. Uh-huh. Um, very nice. So the Taming of the Shrew, we've got... Bianca and Cat Stratford. That comes, that's kind of a nod to Shakespeare's home in England, um, Strat- Stratford upon Avon. Um, Patrick's last name is Verona, which is, mm-hmm. and Verona is brought up a lot in Shakespeare plays, but it's one of yeah. um, the characters, Petruchio. Um, that's where he's from. He's from Verona. And the play is set in Padua, which is the name of the high school. So lots of little nice. little nods, um, little details. And originally, they wanted to make this more of a dramatic movie, um, with like hints of suicide and like all these deep themes. But then they kind of rethought it, and they're like, "Eh, let's I'm make this a comedy." They- I'm glad they And I feel like it. they did a really good job. Really yes. good. I mean, talk to anybody. Guy, girl. Everybody loves this movie. Everybody loves this yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, and let's see. I'm glad they yeah. changed that. So, it would have been a completely different. Um, it would have been a different movie altogether. Uh, I um, just don't know. This, yeah. The song Cruel. You know the song they're singing, Cruel to be mm-hmm. Kind. That is also a, a very famous Shakespeare line. So just lots of nods here and there. And um, very, very well done. One of my favorite movies. I will always watch it if it's on. I've watched yes. it a million times. I think you and I saw it in the theater after times. I was about to ask you, um, how many times do you think we went and saw it at the theater that that year? Was it a summer movie? I think it was a summer movie. I think it was a summer movie. I we it was in the double digits. We saw this all if, the time. But our parents were we like, didn't. "Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was a teen movie. It wasn't yes. like American Pie, you know. They were yeah. totally cool with us going to see this movie. <laughs> yes, it was PG thirteen. It was PG thirteen. Um, even though it's a bit saucy, know. I think uh, there's a lot of stuff that I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, they got away mm-hmm. with some mm-hmm. with some stuff." In this movie, I mean, Andrew Keegan draws a, a dick on a David Crumble's yes, face. Does. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes. I mean, the whole uh, I love um, the ca- the guidance counselor, Allison Janney's character. She is one of my favorite characters. I think you're talking about who stole the show. Oh, she she was one of them. I think Heath yes. Ledger stole the show. But oh, totally. Allison Janney, if she's in something, you're just it's memorable because she's so freaking amazing and funny funny. it's her dry delivery that gets it like it's the way she she talks it's it's great yeah she um i like when she's holding her coffee cup 
with the cat on it, and she's talking to Cat, and she's like, "Cat, cat, cat." Anyway, it's just her face. Uh, she's so she's funny. hilarious, so funny. And the teacher I loved, um, the teacher, the, the English, English teacher. teacher. What is his character name? Hold on, I got it. Hold on, I got it. I got it. Mister Morgan. Mister Morgan. I love Mister Morgan. Mr. Morgan. Glasses. Yes. He's like, somebody is going to bitch slap you and there's not a thing I'm going to do to stop it. (laughs) He can't handle Cat, though. He always kicks out Cat. He always kicks Cat out because she's... And part of me is like, is he really annoyed? Or is he just kicking her out because she knows all the answers and these other people he's trying to reach? Exactly. (laughs) You got the material, just leave. (laughs) You're wasting You don't need this class. You're wasting both of our time. Just get out. (laughs) Yes. But he always lets Mm -hmm. jerk Joey stay in the class, but Kat has to get kicked out all the time. But it's pretty funny. All the time. All the time. Get out of my class. he roasts Joey. He roasts Joey, which is great. Yes, he does. Yep. Um, Shelly, so who do you think? Well, we already just kind of talked about that, but I'm sorry, I just answered already. Okay. Um, what are your top two favorite scenes Mm. in this movie? The serenade scene where he serenades her is my favorite scene of all time. Yes, it's so good. And so good. That's tough. I love the party scene where she's dancing because I was like, man, I want to dance like that. That got her the role in Save the Last Dance, by the way. Yes, yes. The director saw that and they were like, she can move. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I really like the paintball scene where it's just her (sighs) and Patrick and they're getting to know each other and just have a good time. I you love know, that. Scene. I think I mm-hmm. think that scene is great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sweet. It's not over the top. It's not overly sexual. It's just they're they're having fun. You see these characters that are so broody and angst ridden, just really letting go and have a good time with each other. Mm-hmm. And I like that. I think that's a great scene. Yes, I love that scene too. Um, what about you? What do you, what scenes do you like? The paintball scene's my favorite. Paintball. I paintball. love the paintball it's just, scene. I like the prom scene, too. Uh, yeah, I do, too. I love the party. I love a high. I love watching a high school party because, you know, Shelly, we never went to we parties like that. We never go to one of those. We heard tales. We heard tales of them. Um, but even if we were invited, I feel like we were. We would never we have been go. allowed. We, yeah. Well, and... Even if and I we snuck were... out, I would still be too scared to do it. Same. So we never went to parties. First party like that I ever went to was in college. Like, same. And, and that was like my junior degree. <laughs> I mean, I made up for. <laughs> I made up for I'm, it. Too. Don't worry. <laughs> I made up for the lack of partying in high school and college for sure. Me too. Uh, <laughs> Me too. <laughs> like, we had so some good I times. Was... Yes, yes, yes. So I always like a good high school party scene. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's so much going on in in that scene with all mm-hmm. the characters. So mm-hmm. I like that. I like the the party scene. I love also. That's another thing. Um, so 
they do a little digging on what kind of music Cat listens to, and mm-hmm. I will mm-hmm. point this out that Heath Ledger's character says like chicks that can't play their instruments and blah 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 mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. you know some girl very music. stereotypical like generalization. Yeah. Yep. Um, but he goes to the club where is it? Letters to Cleo was playing at the uh-huh. club. Yep. Um, and I love that whole scene too at the club when he goes. And she's there dancing and partying and having mm-hmm. a good time listening Another to Another thing in high school, I'm like, what club are they going to where they can I dance? I know. And that other scene where they go, the guys go to the biker bar and Heath Ledger's there and drinking a beer. And drinking a beer playing, playing pool. Like he's like, where is this? Four, is this he's what like a 40 year old. I know. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> I, yes. Same. No. I had those same thoughts. Yeah. No, I was just anyway. I was just playing my clarinet. <laughs> oh gosh. Who's <laughs> playing my clarinet? Shows or, or watching stars. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so freaking cool. I know. Oh my gosh. Okay. These meanwhile Sorry. these kids are going out seeing letters to Cleo in high school. Mm-hmm. Anyway, going to um, clubs dancing. Yep. So, did you identify with any of the characters in this movie? I would say I would be a toned down cat. <laughs> Some people <laughs> might be like, you're not toned down at all. But, uh-huh. yeah, cat. Yeah. At the time, when I was that age, I was probably more mm-hmm. Bianca because I was not not the school heartthrob, but like Kind of the oh la di da boys, yeah. you know, airhead. But mm-hmm. now, <laughs> definitely one hundred ten percent cat. Cat, like, man, I, I get it. I yes, one hundred. So much wisdom, wisdom. So for much her wisdom. Age. Yes. If only I was like that at her age. Yes. Very, Same. Very wise for like a seventeen-year-old. Oh yeah, I like going to Sarah up. Lawrence. I know. You know. You know what? And you know what? If she like, if they had did a movie about where they would be now, you know, she's the most successful of everybody in that she's class. Kind of like a congresswoman. You know she is. You yeah. know she is. Yeah, something very totally. important. Very know. important. She had. She had the knowledge back in. She had the knowledge and the drive. Yeah, yeah. she did. Um. So. We already kind of said this, but besides Heath Ledger, which he totally did steal the show, who do you think mm-hmm. also had the best performance? You know, I think Joseph Gordon-Levitt, this was a really good movie mm-hmm. for him. He was like, he kind of set himself up as that really nice, respectful guy that wants the girl. And, you know, you, you see that a little bit in a lot of his roles. When he plays something like a bad guy, you're like so odd it works for him because he's a brilliant actor Mm -hmm. but he just he has that kind of really sweet boyish face and charm Mm -hmm. and you just want you root for him and Mm -hmm. i i love joseph gordon i think he's one of my favorite actors like you kind of see the same kind of character in 500 days of summer you know really wanting to make the girl happy you know just yeah. A good guy. Like I, yeah. I love Joseph Gordon Levitt. 
Love him. Yeah. And I think the two scene stealers were also Mandela and Michael and their little their little romance that they had. I think it was so cute. So cute. So cute. Um (laughs) Michael and that actor, I feel like he does not age at all. I feel like Mm -mm. he looks the same as he did. He does. He looked like an old man in Ten Things I Hate About You. Um, and he still looks like an old man, and that's like I know he's, he's just grown more of a beard. Yeah, you it's remember him funny. in This Is the End, where he fell into the pit. <gasps> yeah, Jay was trying to hold oh him up, and he's like, gosh. "You're not going to drop me." Yeah, he <laughs> he's been in so much. He's been he's like, one of he's those characters actors that's just like mm-hmm. he's all over, you know, and he he's is. great in anything. He was in that show Numbers with Judd Hirsch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, I think that was like his starring role. But he's just good. He's good in anything. Yes, he is. Um, so do you think this movie ages well? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think this movie ages very well. I think there is, um, you know, this was ninety nine. So again, kind of like what we talked about with Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. Some I heard the R word maybe one or yeah. two times. There mm-hmm. is definitely a lot of blatant misogyny yeah but at the same time i feel like that was kind of played up for the movie so you could yeah. see the um what am i trying really to like just what like it was... the the difference between mm-hmm. a respectful person versus these jerks like just joey yeah. being a total ass you yes know? Yeah, you saw, I mean, the whole thing about, I mean, this is an age-old thing, but any woman that speaks up and is mm-hmm. honest, speaks mm-hmm. up about anything or does anything that she's a man would do, she's automatically a bitch. She's automatically a shrew. Um, people are going to talk about her as being some angry. Sorry, do you have an you educated know. opinion? Uh, you're a bitch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yes. You're a hey, let me park my car purposely right behind, behind you. you. Right behind you. Walk right by you with a smug look on your face on purpose mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. not expect something to happen. And so she does something, backs into his car. And then you're surprised. And then your dad tells you, my insurance does not pay for PMS. Excuse me. No. Excuse me. Not PMS. How about no. making a statement? How about making a statement yes. because this guy was being a complete dick? How and about kick his ass? Go kick his ass. Understanding <laughs> the d- discrepancy, that's the word I was looking for. Understanding mm-hmm. the discrepancy between like being an intelligent, outspoken woman who mm-hmm. has her own school of thought and that school of thought is not the social, oh, I need to get married and breed. Like, right. Yes. yes. And if you do, then you're going to be called a bitch to your face. And if you react to be calling a, to being called a bitch in your face, mm-hmm. you're going to be even more of a bitch, yes, you know, because that more. just gives you even more of that label. Yeah. Like, how dare you react to me calling you a bitch to your face? Uh-huh. You know, I, I, I 110%. Mean, yep. Mm-hmm. And I think the movie does a great job of portraying. Mm-hmm. The reality of what that is like, because I know you talk to any woman, me, you, and every other woman mm-hmm. on this planet, all that experience has happened to, has happened to well, her. Well, and it's, it's not, it's not, it's like, 
it's just being a respectful person, whether you're a guy or a girl, just like you, you look at these past three movies we talked about. We talked about Bridesmaids. We talked about yeah. 10 Things and Mean Girls. They're all directed mm-hmm. by men, but they all still hold mm-hmm. space for female characters being developed and really holding their own. Mm-hmm. And I think that is how you should be as a man. It's like supportive yeah. of yeah. the other gender because exactly that's, that's just what it is. And um, Shelly, this is another point that I want to make. Women watch movies about men, and they have since mm-hmm. the dawn of mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Men, women will watch back I mean, when there we were are, only men in movies. Yes, we were raised to watch things about men our entire life. So men do the same for women. Just because it's a story about women doesn't mean that it's going to doesn't mean it's not entertaining your manhood. That you're going to watch. None of it should threaten your manhood. No. It's not about threatening manhood. It's not about emasculating anybody. It's about just it's having story. representation. Yes. And yeah. women make up a lot of people on this planet. Uh-huh. Yeah. And for for people to be so obsessed with women, men, um, to be mm-hmm. so against it. And, I, mm-hmm. you know, I'm saying men as, as yes. the stereotype, like, mm-hmm. misogynist. But it's like, how mm-hmm. can you be so obsessed with a creature... But also hate it so much. I don't understand. I, I don't either. That school of thought. So just Mm-mm. being supportive and open and be like, yeah, yes. you can do whatever the hell you want. It doesn't yep. matter if you've got boobs yeah. or not, you know? Exactly. Like, seriously. Exactly. Hey, Amen, Shelly. Yeah, okay. You. Rant over. Thank you. Good point. This, I'm is, glad our you made it, this is our pod. We can, we can say it. We can say yep. it. Mm-hmm. Well, and it kind of it kind of reminded me when Huffington, not Huffington Post, it was it Huffington Post mm-hmm. that had the all female staff. Yeah, there were so many, so much backlash, and I'm like, how long have we had all male everything male forever? Staff. All male staffs on and y'all are mad everything. because there is a there's an all female staff, so they can't possibly be reporting <laughs> true news. I know. Are you freaking exactly. kidding me? There's so many instances like that. Like, I remember reading about like an Uber, com- like a driving service company that a woman wanted all women mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. a lot of women experience awful things. Uh-huh. Getting ride shares, getting Ubers, mm-hmm. and um, they wanted to make an all female one. We wouldn't one. have to have that if the other places weren't. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Do you know what happened? Men sued and said discrimination. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and said women. because because you're awful. Yeah, because women don't feel safe in your cars, or vice versa. A woman driver driving a male passenger mm-hmm. doesn't feel safe. Mm-hmm. Like, why can't y'all just act right? Just mm-hmm. act right and be respectful. Why can't you just be a respectful human being? Yes. There is no, there is no like better than like. There's just not. No, I, I no. just and, don't get it, but. The whole meltdown anyway. with the Barbie movie just was I just can't. hilarious. Just hilarious. I mean, I it, it's just, just proving crazy. the point. Just you proving are the proving point. the point of the movie. <laughs> like you're Literally, doing it. Everything you say is proving the point. So keep keep yes. it up. Keep it up. Just keep we'll on. Just, just keep going. Oh, gosh. Where's the that line? Felt good. Where's the line? I know. <laughs> exactly. Okay. This has been um, Shelly and Andra. Go yes, off on a rampage. Again. And we go it, first, off. women, feminists, 
I just need to say, feminism is not about man hating. Mm -hmm. If you were being a man hating feminist, you're doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it's not about exclusivity of -hmm. any gender or race or creed. It's about equality. And that's what a lot of people get really wrong about feminism. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, you're trying to take over and be more dominant. No, just Mm -hmm. equal. And that's, that's what it is. And if you are going the other direction, you're, you're just as bad as these guys over here. Yeah, You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. if you're going off on how horrible all men are, no, they're not. Many? Yes. Yeah. All? No. No. Just the generalizations. I wish Mm -hmm. we would stop. Stop making. Yeah. But sorry. This has been um, Feminist Hour with Andrew and Shelley. It's good. I like it. I like the good, but yes, Kat was Kat was a shrew for for speaking her mind. But uh, yes, makes her. And I'm a shrew too. Me too, and I've been called a bitch because I've Me too. said things Me too. and I've spoken my mind and several times. Well, and I, then I like Tina Fey. Just own the you know, bitches get shit done. Bitches get shit done. Oh, it's the I'll best. Be on weekend update. Bitches get shit done. Woo woo. Woo. They do. <laughs> yes, they do. Again, where's the lie? So. <laughs> Yeah, two great movies. What are you going to watch next week? Okay, Shelley. I have to say that I've had the hardest time deciding this genre, this month because there's, there's so many so great movies. Many great ones. We're going to have to have another one. We have to. Old and new. Maybe like every, classics maybe every, and new. Maybe every September we're just going to have to have a back to school uh, like series. We have to. I got my long list right here. And I'm going to go ahead and just. I'm going to pick Booksmart. This is a more current high school movie that I love. Don't get mad at me, but I haven't seen it. <gasps> okay. I've well, wanted you get to, to watch it. it. Yeah. But it's one of those. I was like, oh, I'll watch that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll watch that. Oh, I'll watch that. Yeah. I'm really excited that I have a reason to watch it. You do. I, love I think you're going to like it. Beanie and Caitlin Deaver, Olivia Wilde. This is her first. Caitlin Deaver, direct- too. She's great. Yeah. And she plays a queer um, high school kid, so there's queer representation in this movie, which I love. There's, I mean, is it Beanie an out lesbian? She is. Yeah. Um, she got married. They're very, they're so cute. Her and her wife, are so cute. Mm. So queer, queer representation, kind of more current, like with kids. Mm-hmm. I don't. I sound mm-hmm. so dorky saying that. Um, Me too. It's fine. What it cool is. kids i don't but th- i love this movie because these two they're best friends that took high school so seriously they wanted to make good grades get into good college that they forgot to have a little fun and so um on their last night like graduation night they decided to go have some fun and then mayhem you know mayhem happens. ensues yes so it's very funny very funny i it's can't wait to time. see it yeah, I'm excited for you to watch it. Shelly, uh, what are you going to watch? Diablo Cody is classic. Ooh. Juno. I love this movie I think so Juno much. will pair well with book smarts. I think so, too. <laughs> I love Juno. It's one Me of my too. favorites of all time. Mm-hmm. And I was Mine really hard too. between this and Napoleon. Oh, they have the same vibe. Napoleon. They really do. Yep. The indie the kind of like... 
dry vibe. Mm -hmm. Love it. Yeah. Diablo Cody has such a specific language mm-hmm. that is so unique to her writing, mm-hmm. and I love it. I love it. It's so it, it's very easy to 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 read. It's very easy to like relate to. It's it's real. It's very yes. realistic, mm-hmm. but also artistic and and poetic in that way. And I, I like it a lot. And Allison like Janney's in this movie. I like it. Another more. Allison. I, I'm yep. just a big Allison fan. I am too. I really love her. Love her. Well, that's a great picture. I'm excited. I own this movie. This is one that I own because it's a favorite. It's so good. An all-time favorite. Michael, little Michael, Sarah. <laughs> yes. Little Elliot Page. Michael. Elliot yes. Page. Yes. This was, I think, put them on the map like in big ways. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this was around Superbad era. Mm-hmm. Was it pre-Superbad or post-Superbad? I don't know, but it was around there. I actually think it was the same year. Superbad and Juno big year for the Michael. same year. Yep. Big year for him. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Such yeah. a good movie. Well, good pick. I'm excited. Me too. Me too. So. All right, Shelly. This was take well, two. Thanks for and... joining us. This yes, is take two, you. and I think it was really good. I think Me it was a too. good one. We didn't have Claire on. We'll have we'll try we to get her to on Claire again. On, but she's gonna have to be on a different one. Yeah. When we figure out recording. Yes. Audio difficulties. Yay. Yes. Yeah. All right, Shelly. Okay. Well, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Like literally. <laughs> yes, literally. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. We appreciate your support. Uh, yes. Uh, thank please you. follow us at What She Watching mm-hmm. Pod on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You can go to whatshewatchingpod.com and you can email us at whatshewatchingpod at gmail.com. Please do. Please, Please do. do. We'd love to hear from you. Yes. Any suggestions, okay. send them our way. Yeah. All right. All right, friend. Okay. I will see you next week. Bye, friend. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.